All right, I'm going to show you something. I want to show you something, a principle that I've learned throughout my life. That no matter what it looks like right now, you and I should always have what I call a grateful spirit. Amen. A thankful spirit. Amen. The Bible declares that we should always give thanks. For what? Why should I give thanks? You know, someone comes to you at the table and you're eating and they give you something, right? Uh, your server comes, right? The question is, do you ever say thank you? Amen. Someone opens the door for you. Do you ever say thank you? See, thankfulness shows appreciation. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody. Thankfulness shows what? Appreciation. And here's what I want you to understand. We don't just give thanks to God just because things are going good. Come on and say amen. We, we just don't give thanks to him. Amen. When things are going good, when things are going bad, amen. Open your Bibles to the book of James and let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you this morning for all that you've done for us. It is Sunday morning. We're here in your presence and we're praying for a miracle this morning, God. Bless now the teaching of your word. Forgive me of my sins. Clear my mind and heart in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank God. Amen. All right. Go to James chapter 1 for me. Put it on the screen. Just kind of, I want to poke around here real quick. I want to show you something about thankfulness. All right. So one of the things that we should always do is we should always give what? Thanks. Amen. You know, uh, oftentimes um, it's easy to just accept your position in Christ it's easy just to accept things going well. I'm talking to somebody. Things just going well for you. We've come to expect, oh, yeah, you know, I got food. I got clothing. I, got, I paid my rent. I paid my car note. I paid all my bills. Amen. But never do we say thank you. Come on, somebody. When I drive up in my driveway, amen, I, every so often it, it just dawns on me. I said, Lord, Thank you. When I see my neighbors moving out, when I see people, come on, somebody, that can't afford to live a lifestyle that I'm living, you know, I say, Lord, come on and help me, somebody. Let me say this to you young people. If you keep a thankful and grateful spirit, you are positioning yourself to be blessed. I believe that what happens most of the times is that we lose the ability to be thankful. We, we start forgetting and we start taking for granted the things that are happening in our lives. Look what James says. James says, James, a bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes who are dispersed apart. Greetings. Go to verse 2. What do you say in verse 2? He says, consider it all what? My brethren, when what? Now, my, my thing is, how can I really have joy when I'm encountering all these trials? And I believe that it goes back to what you know and who you know and where you've been and what your relationship is like with God. James says, Consider it all joy. And I often say to myself, Lord, it's hard for me to be thankful. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
when everything in my life is falling apart. But I understand what God's word says. It's a command. He says, consider it all joy. Now that word consider in the Greek, that word means to think. It means to govern. It means to master. Amen. So what does that really mean? Well, I'll tell you what he's really saying. He's saying that when the word also means leader. So what he's saying is that when you face trials, don't lose your, your gratefulness and thankfulness. Don't stop giving thanks just because everything is falling apart. He says, he says, I want you to think like a leader. Come on, somebody. Govern your thoughts. Reflect back to what God has done for you. Come on, somebody. Reflect back to what, where God has brought you from. And then you can really, people say, man, why is she praising God like that? Knowing all heck is breaking loose in her life. How is it that he can still praise God knowing that he just went through such and such and this and that? Amen. But I thank God. Amen. That it's your maturity. Now listen to me real good. A lot of us come to church. Amen. And sometimes coming to church, we can become so immune to the message. Amen. You know, if, if, if you keep taking Tylenol, after a while, it doesn't work. Come on, help me somebody. Whatever you do in excess, amen, it, it, it will stop working. The effects of it, amen, will just wear off. And sometimes you can come to church. Come on, somebody. James says, don't you be a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, because when you look over your life, amen, you and I have a, have a blueprint of how God deals with each of us individually. But here's the thing. It doesn't cost you anything to be grateful. Come on, somebody. It doesn't cost you anything to be thankful. But you can always know when pride sets in when you stop saying, Tata, thank you. Do I have anybody? James says, consider it all joy when you encounter various trials. Go to verse 3. See, this is why I'm thankful this morning. I'm going through something. Come on, somebody. Anybody going, anybody going through something? Okay, so here's, what you, here's the reason why today you're in church. And not only are you in church, but you and I should be thankful this morning. And here's the thing. If you're not going through something, you should be jumping on these chairs. Don't jump too hard now. They new chairs now. Amen. You should be jumping up on these chairs because guess what? You should be real thankful because I know possibly that you probably just came out of something. I wish I had somebody. You came out of something, and now it's time for you to be thankful. If you use this principle of always giving thanks and always being thankful and always being grateful as part of your daily, everyday routine, thank him when things ain't going right. 
Thank him when you feel down, but most of all, thank him when he brings you through and keep thanking, make thankfulness. One of the things that you do every single day in your prayer time. Are you with me? Confession, adoration, thanksgiving, and then supplication. So we thank him before we ask him, Lord have mercy. My kids don't thank me. They just ask. Amen. They don't even say thank you. They just, daddy, can I have? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth. Amen. Look what he said. He said, knowing what? That the testing of your what? Faith does what? So here's the thing about, here's the reason why we could be thankful in the midst of our trials. Because we know something. What do we know? Mm-hmm. But what, do, what else do we know? Look at the text. It's right there, y'all. No, the word right here, y'all. Tell your neighbors a test. <laughs> Tell your neighbors a test. Tell them it's a test. What you're going through is a test. Watch this. Because had you not went through that, you would know that your faith was weak. You would know that you jacked up. You would know that you really don't believe. You would know all these things about yourself. So if it's a test, amen, it means that you can, oh, I'm getting in my sermon. Let me see how I can rephrase that. If you know it's a test, then your expectation in, in the midst of what you're going through, amen, should be different. Amen. You should say, you know what? If I'm in this test, God, what are you trying to change in me? Here's what he's trying to change and produce in you. You ready? Stronger faith. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. And the reason I can always give thanks in my trials and in what I'm going through is because I can say, God, okay, it's a test and you're growing my what? Oh, come on, somebody. And so, and so watch this now. Now here's the other flip side to the coin. Go to, go to Hebrews 11 for me. Y'all took me there this morning. See what I'm saying? Come on, say amen, y'all. What's going on Amen. I know the coffee shop is open down the hall. Hebrews 11, verse 1. What does it say? Read that for me. What, 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 what does it say? <laughs> Hold on a minute. You know, that word assurance is like, the, it's, it's the same word as knowing. It's the same concept of knowing. I know something and I'm sure of it. Lord have mercy. I know it and I'm sure that this is a test. How do I know it's a test, Hurt? Because the Bible tells me it's a test. But what God is trying to grow in me is my what? Because he says, the testing of your what? So when you think, oh, oh, oh you're never going to change. Life is always going to be. A, this ain't about you. It's about your faith. Just like I told you last week, 
Your battle is not with people. Your battle is with, not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers in high places. So therefore, we have to operate in the spirit realm, but we have to walk by, come on, help me. God is trying to grow our what? And the more faith you have, watch this, the more thankful you're going to be. You're not going to just be thankful for the good days. You're going to be thankful for every day. Why do I say that? Is that possible? Because your perspective of your situation in life has changed. Do I have anybody? Watch the text. Now, faith is the assurance of things what? Hope for the conviction of things not seen. Keep reading. Where you at? Oh, yeah, verse 2. Yeah, go ahead, Hurt. Go ahead, Hurt. Go ahead, Hurt. Read, read. Men of old Mm-hmm. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God. So the world, worlds was prepared, worlds meaning the galaxies and everything else, okay? Oh, you got to catch that S. Watch this now. It was prepared by what? The word of God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. That's the reason why the most important part of service is the word. Lord have mercy. This is why you have to get in the word. Because if the world was prepared by the word of God, and God prepared you by the word of God, And you get into the word of God. Boy, somebody should be giving thanks right now. You should realize that your answer is in the word of God. Come on, somebody. All you got to do is pick it up. But don't pick it up to be biased. Pick it up to say, God, speak to me. Amen. In my situation right now, I need a word from you. Do I have witness? Watch what he says. Watch what he goes on to say. Say it. Go ahead, Hurt. Uh, right? Actually, so that what is seen was not made by things which are visible. Verse 4. Go ahead. Verse 4. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous. He was what? So, watch this. Through his giving... By faith, his giving to God by faith caused him to be what? Righteous before God. See, it's not just you giving. It's you giving by what? And saying, God, listen, this morning I had to make a faith move. I sure did. I pulled up to that ATM. I said, Lord... It's a faith move. But I believe you. I wasn't planning on getting here. I wasn't planning on doing this right here. I, I got a whole different scripture for this. But, but, but it's our faith. How do you think we got here? Listen, I, it's too good to be true. Amen. But I'll say this. We did it by faith. Come on, somebody. 
And we're doing it by faith. And that's the reason I can give him thanks every day of my life. Because God has proven to me time and time again that if you walk by, listen, I already told you, we should never say we don't have. Did I not say that? If I say, can I, can I get a hundred dollars? I don't have. We shouldn't say that. Oh Lord have mercy. Not even now that it is time. Pastor, by faith. Come on. By faith. Amen. By what? By faith. He offered God a, a what? A better sacrifice than who? You know what Cain did? Cain threw a donation to God. Cain went in his pocket and said, oh, yeah. You know how we do, right? We crumple it up because we, we don't want the usher to see. <laughs> it's a dollar B. <laughs> and we just put it in there. You, you follow what I'm saying? But, but can I say something to you? It wasn't the dollar amount of Cain, of, of Abel. It was his heart. And it was his faith to do it. See, that's all God wants from us. Your faith is being tested right now so you can go to the next level. See, you're, you're being tested. Listen, everything that happened to you or is happening to you right now is God saying, we're going to that next level, y'all, but it's by faith. And listen, I'm not going to just give it to you. I'm not a genie. So guess what? You got to work hard for it so that you will stay thankful. Come on. You ever thought about that? You ever thought about the fact that the reason it's not working out, oh, I'm doing all, doing all the right thing ain't going to get it. But walking by faith will get it. Lord have mercy. Now I say do the right thing now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Do, do the right thing, but you got to do the right thing by faith. Read on for me. Verse 5. Enoch mm -hmm. was taken up so that he would not see death. Mm -hmm. And he was not found because God took him up. But he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he, he was what? He was what? Let me ask you something. Who are you trying to impress? We impress our bosses. We impress all the people around us. We, we perform. To, but here's the thing. The bottom line is who you, who you living to please. I think we're so, we're so externally focused that we're not heavenly focused. And we're so focused on pleasing everybody around us. Amen. That we, we can't even walk out. Pastor, it doesn't make no sense. It just, it's just, it just, it, it, come on, man. But this stuff got to be done by, listen, I promise you. I promise you, y'all, we have no backup plan. <laughs> Today is the first. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about, right? We have no backup plan. Not even one. But God showed me something. And you may hear me talk about this for the next six months maybe, all right? But I have to relate it because we're doing this together. Right? 
So watch this. I'm not even going to even going to even imagine that I had to get some pictures out of my mind because I keep, I'm getting, that's, 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 that's my next sermon. That's a sermon coming to 10. Watch this. But I had to, I had to grab those negative pictures and throw them out. I got to keep grabbing those negative things that come in my mind and keep throwing it out. And, and what I do, the moment I start thanking God, it seemed like Satan just leave. I told you last week he's fallen. Our name is written in heaven. Satan is more scared of you, Lord have mercy, than anybody else. But if you praise him and give thanks to him in spite of, we will see greater things. Why did Enoch, Enoch was raptured up. You know what it said, took up? Enoch is the only man in the Bible, one, well, Jesus, but Enoch first. Enoch is, typifies Christ. So Enoch was so righteous, but Enoch walked by faith so much so that he trusted God, right? Watch this. That he was just, he just walked off the face of the day, never seen him again. He was raptured up. Him, I'm sorry, him and Elisha. Okay? I mean, come on, y'all. Watch this. So if their faith in God, somebody help me today. If their faith in God caused them to rapture up, then what do you think your faith in God will cause to happen in your life? Do you think you can walk over some mountains? Do you think you can speak to that mountain and say, move, get out of my way? Do you believe that, that your life can be different? Yes, I believe so. But here's the thing. A lot of us are not doing it by faith. We're doing it by our ability. We're doing it by our strength, our might. And, and then we want to give thanks after you've done something about it. I double dog dare you to do it without nothing. I'm saying one more time. We don't even have a backup battery power. <laughs> hey to the man. Hey to the man, men, men. Amen. We don't even have a backup power, y'all. But I will say this. I believe God. I believe God has brought us this far. Come on and say amen. Don't let the newness of it wear off. We're going to thank him because he's good. Amen. But we have to do it by what? Faith. Read the next verse. Read the next verse. Now, the next verse is powerful. Now, notice he was pleasing to God, right? And this is why, watch this, when you link the two passages together, right? James, right? And you link the passage where, where, where James says, knowing that the testing of my faith, of your faith produces what does it what does it produce y'all who can give me a good illustration of endurance what does endurance mean okay I like what you said there heard what is it keep going on the will to keep going on what you got press and push through no matter what okay Come on. How many athletes we have in here? Or uh, used to have? You an athlete? Okay, what you play? You play basketball? 
Do you know what endurance means? What does it mean? <laughs> All right. Don't stop. Don't stop, right? Even if you get tired. Even, even when you get exhausted. Even when you feel like, come on, somebody. You, endurance means, now, the word endurance, that, that, word, that word carries the idea to stay under. It's putting yourself under the load. Now, watch this. When I go to the gym, okay, and I keep lifting heavy weights, I put myself under that load, and I keep, keep, keep pushing. What, what starts happening? Now, the first time I may not be able to lift, last time I lived 475, okay? I did it once. I just got, I just got, ugh. okay? That when I started. I had to drop it down. I went down to 425. Ugh. I couldn't even get it. So I went down to 400. Bam, I put it up one time. Then the next week I went, I dropped the 425. I hit it again. Bam, I went it up. I finally, after three weeks, I said, I ain't going that 475 yet. After three weeks of doing light weights, more reps. Come on, help me somebody. The weight, the little stuff that keep happening in your life. The, the little pressures, the little weights that keep coming. I was able to lift that 475 up, down, and bam, right back up. See what I'm saying? Point is, you got to let the weight stay on you. We want to run from the weight. But the weight is how you get struck. Lord have mercy. But you got to do it by Come on, somebody. You got to do it by what? By faith. Because, because here's a critical point about you, why God wants us to grow in faith. Critical point. You ready? Read the text. And what? Without. So life with faith looks a certain kind of way. Enoch, Abel. And matter of fact, if you read the whole of chapter 11 of Hebrews, right? That's called the hall of faith. And what it does, it shows you all the people in the Bible who did extraordinary things. Lord. And they all did it. We're going to do extraordinary things on this main street. Come on, help me somebody. By faith. It's not going to be because we had a thousand members. It's not going to be because we had a whole bunch of money. We're going to do it. Come on, somebody. From Sugarland to Houston to Pearland. Amen. Seven years in each spot. The number seven is for completion. God says seven years to the day over there. Completed. Seven years in Houston and Sugarland. Completed. And here we are now in the new seven. Come on, somebody. And who knows what's going to come next. But here's the thing. Your life is going to change because you're connected to this. So you need to be shouting and saying, God, the next seven years, I'm going to get my credit together. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're going to fix some stuff around the house. We're going we're to upgrade our lives because I'm connected to my church and your kingdom. But we're going to do it by what? Faith. Watch what he says. And without faith, it is what? 
You wonder why your prayer is not being answered. Why God ain't even winking at you right now. Because you ain't got no faith in him. It's all you. Come on, help me somebody. He says, and without faith, it's impossible. It's impossible to please him. Watch this. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. He is Alpha and Omega. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Tiskanu. Come on, somebody. He's a way maker. He's a doctor that never lost a patient. Come on, somebody. He is the I am. He is Emmanuel. He is an intercessor. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. He is Alpha and Omega. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Rapper. He is Jehovah Shalom, my peace. He is Jehovah, Jehovah Rapper. Are you with me? He's God. So you got to believe that he is everything, watch this, that you're looking for in everything else. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. He, you, listen, he says you got to believe, I'm going to do a whole piece one day on he is. Watch this. You got to first believe that he is your savior and Lord. Some of us got saved and we've been saved and we done forgotten that moment of salvation when it was new and fresh and you were giving thanks all the time. But watch this. He said, before you can believe in me, you got to believe I, that I is. I swear God, he bought next time. <laughs> and he is a what? Of those who what? Now, now watch this. Let me help you with something. Watch this. While your faith is being tested, you got to seek him so that you can strengthen your faith and keep your faith intact and endure the trial so that you're going to come out of here rejoicing and thankful and thanking God. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's thank God this morning.